0: What Todd was trying to say is we'd all like a job if any of you have companies and need some new employees, we'd like to uh, to sign up. Um, the entrepreneurs in the room will get that, get that joke. <clears throat> uh, if I never stood up publicly and spoke about generosity um, before I met the Lord, that would be okay with me, but they called and asked a few times and we prayed about it and so we uh, agreed. Um, with conviction that God wanted us to do that with you this evening to give you some insight into what our journey has been like the last few years. Uh, our, our journey will not reflect yours, um, certainly, in exactly the same way. But what we're hopeful of is that in sharing our story, uh, some of what we share might resonate with you and help you as you uh, move along uh, this path. And that's how we think of it. We think of it as a path toward uh, generosity. And uh, certainly, I know that uh, We feel, and I believe that you feel as well, that when we stand before the Lord, that he will (coughs) describe us uh, in that way if we've been faithful to him. It's really a pleasure tonight to be here with with Lynn and Tanner and share a little bit with you. what we're going to do in the next few minutes is just take you through a family album, um, show you some photos, some snapshots, if you will, of some of the things that God's been doing in in our lives, uh, respectively. And... uh, I, again, I hope that uh, as we go through the album, we're not going to spend too much time on any one picture, uh, but I trust that that you will find it meaningful and useful in your in your walk with God. Uh, for myself, there have been three path, uh, three turns in the path, in particular in the last several years, that have me- been meaningful. Uh, the first one really started with our first generous giving conference, and I don't remember if it was a speaker or if it was one of the breakout groups, but I started to think about my balance sheet, and I started to think about whose name was at the top of that balance sheet. And I knew I wanted to say that God's name was there, but I just you know, started to wrestle and struggle a little bit. And then several months later, Lynn and I were at a retreat, a conference uh, for a weekend, and um, God really broke me. Uh, in that conference, I realized that there were a couple of things on that balance sheet that I really hadn't turned over to him. So it was God at the top mostly, but not completely. And it was difficult uh, to come face to face with that uh, darkness in the interior of my own soul. But I can tell you that after God broke me in that way, that it was a wonderfully uh, freeing uh, experience. Not long after that, uh, something called 2008, 2009 happened. I don't know if any of you remember that, but the world was coming to an end, and uh, it was a wonderful time to be in the financial services business, I can tell you. Um, Right at that time, God had been leading... Our uh, pastor and the church that we 're uh, actively involved with to really uh, put some legs on the vision of creating a, a regional church in the South Shore community uh, just south of Boston, and so we purchased fifty three acres right along a major highway in the, in the in that area, and we chose that time to try and raise capital to build a church and candidly, I love the vision, loved what God was doing, saw a great movement by the Spirit, but you could not have picked a worse time to ask me to commit to a capital campaign. And we were really trying to honor God to hear his voice, but we prayed, Lynn and I prayed um, extensively together, we talked about it, and we didn't just want to make up a number, we really wanted to feel led that we were doing what God was asking us to do. And I'll never forget taking my pastor out to breakfast and saying, Rob, i, I got to be honest with you, right now it feels like I'm in a fog, and I just, Lynn and I just don't know what to do. And he was, he was terrific. He didn't force anything. He didn't um, throw up any numbers or tell me what he needed us to do. He said, just keep praying. And he said, I'm confident that God will lead and guide you. Um, so against all rational judgment or any financial acumen, um, we did uh, eventually hear from God and made a commitment that didn't make much rational sense, but we knew that we were doing um, the thing that God wanted us to do. And without going into any detail, what I will say to you is the next several years, four or five different things. I thought it was four. We actually remembered another thing tonight. Really four or five significant things happened that I looked at and said this could only be God's hand. Um, I'm not saying that God blesses every time materially when we're generous with him. But four or five things happened in our journey that were just... uh, absolutely God's sourced and uh, we give him the credit and the praise for that and again didn't make much sense but um, it happened and uh, we're grateful and it was a great deepening uh, if you will in the faith relationship uh, that we had with Jesus the third uh, picture that I'm going to give you was kind of a fun one for me I decided four kids any of you who have children know what that's like um, love our kids great raising them uh, and it was wonderful but I, one day I said to Lynn I said I'm going to call a family meeting." And talk about some things that I want to talk about. So I announced the family meeting. We're kind of an informal family. F- informal family. So we announced this meeting on Saturday at three o'clock at the, at the uh, a company boardroom. Don't be late. Um, we have a written agenda. Lynn immediately started getting calls. We thought you loved each other. Are you getting divorced? Um, uh, which one of you is terminally ill? Um, we had them definitely uh, scared, which is great. But really, what we did was we got together for a couple of hours around a table with young adults, children who are young adults, and we just talked about what it had been like to raise them the values that we had tried to raise them with the vision that we had in raising them but also we talked about the future and we talked about resources and you saw a pie chart up there earlier um, in the video drew a little pie chart on the on the whiteboard and talked about how for some families you know faith or religion is a is a piece of the pie chart but for us it had colored which wanted it to color every aspect um, of the, of the family and it so it had affected um, us how we viewed resources raising the kids but more importantly as young adults we felt that we had put them what I like to call "pomp," the place of most potential Uh, they had been loved they had been nourished they would had great travel experiences terrific educations and now what God chose to do in their lives and what they chose to do in the relationship with God was really up to them but uh That was a wonderful experience. We've had a few of those since with less trepidation on their part. But um, just some things that have happened along the way. This organization is just second to none. It truly is unique and has been – God's used it in the lives of – in my life and the life of um, our family to help us uh, honor God, move uh, closer and deeper with him as we think about resources and stewardship and and, uh, our faith journey. So Lynn's going to share a couple of things from her story.
1: Well, it certainly has because I grew up actually in a home that uh, my parents tithed, but I couldn't tell you who wrote the check. Um, They were generous, but I never really kind of thought about that until I got into my own adult life and married life with Bill, Um, and I just really called myself a backseat giver. Bill was generous, wrote the checks, I was fine, whatever, that sounds good but I had no attachment to the giving. I didn't have a lot of joy or emotion around it. I wasn't opposed to it, but that was just kind of how I felt about giving. It was good, but you know, whatever. So um, I was asked to attend a a journey of generosity a couple years ago, actually about five years ago. And um, you know, they said there were gonna be a few women there and I thought, well, I don't really do small groups, and don't really like women that much, so um, I probably, <laughs> probably won't go, but I really got kind of, you know, um, convinced to go. So I get on this plane to go down to West Palm Beach, Florida, and I'm sitting with these really remarkable women. I mean, there's, I don't know, maybe nine or ten of them, and they're sharing, they're their giving stories. And I'm starting to think, you know, this is kind of cool. And these women weren't all necessarily sitting on a pile of cash. But they had generous hearts, and some of them were going through hard times, and they just were, you know, giving and praying and giving. And so I thought, that is so cool. This is just really cool. I am going to do that. I'm going to just get my own little checkbook, and I'm going to just be generous, just going to write those checks. It sounded great. And then it dawned on me I didn't have a job. So (laughs) I thought, that's not going to work. So I get home, and then... From that little group, I get invited to into this prayer, little prayer group. That now these generous women are going to get together and they're, they're going to start to pray about generosity. So I meant to say no to that, because <laughs> you have to understand I'm from New England. I grew up in the Boston area, and we like to um, say what we think, but we don't love to sh- you know we don't like to share. So um, I just, you know, I really did mean to say no, but then I'm in this place with these women, and uh, I'm sharing that I've had this desire always, and just in the very deep parts of my soul, um, to just start a company. I just wanted to do something and start something, and didn't know where it was going to go, but I wanted to start something. So they um, just kind of joined me. They prayed over me. And you know, a couple years later, lo and behold, I just delivered on this dream of mine to have a, a company. So, and I didn't mean to start it really, but it's a, it's a t-shirt company. So, um, so that's been just a really amazing, uh, fun journey. And, um, you know, generosity in, you know, in any form is just awesome. And some people give generously um, after the blessing. And some people give before the blessing. And so a couple months ago, Tanner um, joined me on our uh, the little Where Love company, and we made a commitment to being generous um, before the blessing. So we've been having some fun kind of figuring that whole thing out and taking the company a little bit further. And so that's been really fun. So um, Tanner's going to share a little bit now, but that's, um, but that's been fun to have him join me, and, and uh, so anyway.
2: So a little bit of my journey. Um, I grew up in a Christian household, um, very very cookie cutter upbringing for sure. And um, although I was not the the best of the four children, but I tried my hardest to to have the front of looking like a good good kid. Um, church every Sunday. Um, I had very very generous parents growing up. I mean, my father owning his own business. Um, always made it to all my athletic games, as he did with all the kids, and um, my mom was always there for me, if any of us were sick, or, you know, whatever it was, I mean, we always came first um, at home uh, when we were kids, and so that was just to give you a little bit of a glimpse into my upbringing, and that is, that's what I what I grew up with, I certainly didn't have any out of the ordinary childhood, and um, so I get to college, go through four years of college, m- meet some friends that are gonna really, you know, I think that are going to be with me for, for probably the rest of my life. And, um, you know, as, as you know, friendships, you know, come and go, family's kind of the thing that's always there. And so, coming out of college, I mean, at that point, I, you know, I had a, I had a painting business, I had a t-shirt business, I had started things, and um, more just out of fun and not really thinking about the money aspects of it, but I just really enjoyed being an entrepreneur. And so I got out of college, and for a couple of years, dilly dallyed around, and then decided to get serious, and um, went and worked for a a little real estate company in Boston, and um, after a year there, I decided to go out on my own, and and I really, my main focus at that point, I was getting caught up with, with all my friends, and we're all out in the working force now, in the real world, and what really matters is, let's go out and make money, and then you get a nice car, and a nice watch, and then you'll get the girl, and then all that. That was my mindset, although that wasn't my upbringing, and so... That was the world that I jumped into and um, started this real estate business, and right away it, it went really, really well. I experienced um, quite a bit of success for a 24-year-old kid, and um, soon enough, I, you know, I went out and I got a really nice car and I got a really, really expensive Rolex, and I thought my dreams were coming true. And um, all that really did was, I mean, I, I really started to to find my way back to God, and I had this call from God that you know, this is not, this isn't what life's about. This isn't what your next 40 or 50 years of being in the workforce is about. And I'd always grown up a very, I at least think so, a very generous person. I really, I always got a lot out of being being generous with my time and my, and love and resources and whatever it was. And so even living this lifestyle of, you know, party and gambling and, you know, going out and everything about me, 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 um, I still had this pull back to God. and, And that was really a blessing because, you know, doors started to open, people started to come into my life, um, uh, mentors and that kind of thing that really led me um, to where I am now. And so I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, so anyways, real estate has been a blast and, um, you know, it certainly has paid the bills for me and kept me, kept me afloat, but had this opportunity. My mom was really looking for a partner in this, this t-shirt company thing. And it just seemed like it had much more purpose in it than, than it did with, with the real estate thing. So I took, I took that opportunity, and I joined her with that. And um, as she said, you know, we're, we're, we're pledging to give really before we receive. And um, and we're praying every day that, that we'll follow through on that because I really do believe that we will. And it's really just been a leap of faith, and that's kind of, you know— I'm only 28 now so things are constantly coming at me and every day is a, is a, new, is a new day and a new journey for me but um, I guess yeah, my, my thing is just I've really learned at the age of 28 um, is just the leap kind of with faith and there might be a net there and there might not but I guess ultimately God is your, your safety net and you really don't have to worry beyond that so um, yeah that's about it so I'm going to put it back to my dad thank you all very much for listening.
0: Tanner asked my uh, favorite question at that family meeting I told you about. We had a time for questions and answers at the end of the meeting. And he raised his hand and he said, uh, When you and Mom, he was trying to say die, but the words couldn't quite come out of his mouth. He said, When you and Mom, you know, when you meet the Lord, uh, are we going to inherit anything? And um, I encouraged open dialogue. So I said, Well, as a matter of fact, Tanner, I said, Before I give you the answer, let me ask you a question. I said, How old are you? And I think he was... be 29 next month. He was 23. He said, I'm 23. I said, well, let's see, your mother and my joint life expectancy is about, uh, let's call it almost 50 years. So yeah, you'll probably inherit something, but you'll be about 73, so I suggest you work really hard between now and then. (laughs) So... Anyways, it's wonderful to be with you all. Thanks for letting us share. Um, I'm sure the Lord's going to minister to each of you in a powerful way this weekend. Uh, Move your heart. I do love this organization. I love the uniqueness of it. I love the spirit of it. Uh, We're blessed by it. And uh, I know God's going to do some great things in all of our hearts this week. So God bless.